What's up? Welcome to 15th Men, broadcasting live from the beautiful Las Palmas, Palmas studio off of Paradise Road. It's Jacob Roach. It's Sean Cavanaugh. Shortly, Rooster will join us. We're going to look at uh, the NBA over the next couple days, do a little NFL highlights, and uh, get a little weird. Sean, what's up? Not much. How are you, man? Good, dude. <laughs> that was really fucking awkward. You made it awkward. I, it's only I, awkward if you make it awkward. I, I thought you were going to go into something, not just a movie. Good. How are I, you, man? I honestly have nothing yet. I was just waiting for you to guide me. It's, dude, life is a lazy river. You know, I'm just going with the flow. I bet you. I'll just do everything. It's fine. All right. So uh, let's, let's. All right. You know what? I'll start, oh, Ben. Okay, Since Sean. Since you're all sassy. You know who else was sassy? What? Joel Embiid. Nice. Okay. Six segue, six segue. You're getting good at those. Yeah. Joel Embiid and uh, Cat. The heavyweight MMA bout. It's going to be a great UFC weekend this weekend. Jorge Masvidal, super necessary, going up against the crazy man, Nate Diaz. I'm actually intrigued for on a UFC card for the first time in a very long time. I used to hate the sport, thought it was just barbarians and blood everywhere. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That was your serious opinion? I mean, for a long time, yeah, because I never really like sat down and watched it. I just... Always Wait. consumed it in passing. It was like, oh my, how do people watch this? You know, like you'd be at a bar on a, it was like, and then they start kicking you out. It's like, hey, hey, you got to pay for cover now. You know, it's pay-per-view time. It was like, no, I'm good. And the prelims were going on. It's just people like bashing. Because like, I have no, I had no idea who the people were. So it was just two nameless strangers bashing each other's brains in. I was like, this is gruesome. Like, this isn't martial arts. This isn't like Bruce Lee movies. But then I've actually come to respect it. Like, those guys are probably the craziest athletes and women in all of sports and it's actually an extremely hard thing to do and takes a lot of technique so yeah i'm all in on this Wait, weekend's ufc card so you were how old were you when you thought it was barbaric um probably till about 17 or 18 maybe when did ronda rousey start getting uh, popular pro probably around that time it was when I, yeah so you were like a young man, like 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 a like a, like, a, like thirteen, and you're like, oh man, UFC. Yeah, dude, I was such a sports purist. <laughs> you were like, this isn't shouldn't be on ESPN. This isn't a sport. This is barbarian. Oh, so wait, at the same time, you were the old man on the couch, and you were a soccer mom with the opinion. You're like, this isn't a sport. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and then, like the mom, you're like, oh, this is barbaric. <laughs> this is just blood, blood, blood. Yeah, I'll can't watch hand this. Up. I'll admit to it. That's a weird take for a 13-year-old, man. I agree. That's a Looking weird, back weird on it, spot you would think most 13-year-olds would be like, dude, this is awesome. I'm going to yeah. watch it when my mom's not awake. I nope. was watching a shit ton of Spike. <laughs> was it like Ultimate Fighter and stuff? Ultimate Fighter. My um, friend's dad. Yeah. The deadliest warrior. My friend's stepdad actually ran like the production for all of the Spike TV, all the MMA stuff on Spike TV. Really? Yeah. You know what actually turned me on MMA? Warrior. That movie's Boo. awesome. No! <laughs> we... <laughs> no, Sean. You've got some balls on the beach. Terrible scene. That movie's terrible, Sean. <laughs> Rooster and I literally, literally had a like, at-length conversation yesterday about how much we didn't like Warrior. Like, like a long... Dude, Nick Nolte was great. <laughs> <laughs> you wait... You love Nick Nolte, right? No. I can't name another another movie Dude, Nick, Nick Nolte's Nol been Nick in. Nick Nolte's your favorite. Um, did you talk about the UFC fight because you pulled up ESPN in the background? No, I okay. was talking about the MMA fight between Ben Simmons, Carl Anthony Towns, and Joel Embiid. 
Well, I just didn't because like that is a big banner on uh, um, ESPN. Yeah, dude, pay per view, ESPN Plus. Here's the thing. Let's make it as complicated as possible for people to consume the. <laughs> yeah, product. hey, uh, if if you subscribe to this, then we'll let you buy the pay per view. Um, about the big cat fight, everyone's shitting their pants about the Ben Simmons chokehold, right? Yeah, not only the chokehold, he uh. Gets him down on the ground. Looks like he's under a bunch of people. has got no chance. Then all of a sudden just goes full MMA. Puts him in a leg lock. Yeah. Rolls him over. Gets the arm bar in. I actually watched an interesting video of UFC fighters watching it. And they were just ripping on him. Saying like he didn't get his locks in. Like it wasn't a clean chokehold. One guy was like, dude, if you're going to choke a guy out, like why don't you choke him out? Why'd he oh. pussy out? Well, so as great as it looked on an NBA level, apparently it wasn't a real fight. According well, to fighters. This is my main takeaway. No one talks about it. Jeff Teague jumps on Embiid's back and holds Embiid yeah, down. Yeah, right? Like half his size and <laughs> actually pulls Teague him off. takes Embiid down. And I agree. We're just scrolling through that, talking about the bit. Yeah, no shit. Ben Simmons is 6'10". Of course he could put Anthony, <laughs> Car Anthony Towns in a headlock. But Jeff Teague is like an inch and a half taller than me. Jeff Teague's like your height, Sean. And he's, it's pretty much like you fighting Embiid. I don't think that would go very well for Embiid. Jeff T also has about wait, Sean. You've never twenty been, pounds on him. You've never been in a fight. You're undefeated. That's true. <laughs> never lost. Yeah, never lost. Man, uh, a lot of other NBA stuff too. Um, let's get let's get to Steph Curry while we're on the NBA headlines. Um, hell of a year if you pick the Warriors under season win total. Hell yeah. of a year if you bet Warriors not to make the playoffs. I'll can't say I was on that one. I thought I, they, not, I thought man. Steph. I thought the Steph solo show was going to lead them at least to a seven seed. Oh yeah, no, I was all in on them making the playoffs. This honestly though, this is actually a better move for the Warriors. Obviously, right now, the roster does not work. There's no depth. There's no talent in the depth. You don't like Eric Pascal? I, well, that's different. So then you look at it. Well, how are you going to improve? You can't improve. You're locked into Draymond, Clay, and Steph. What are you gonna? What's the market actually like for D'Lo? Like, who, who, what? What? I would say the Timberwolves would throw a lot at but, but Golden State for him. What would Golden State want that would be better than having the twenty-five-year-old D'Angelo Russell? Good question. So, the only way you can actually improve that team under the circumstances that they're in is with a high draft pick. And if they pick the position that they need, which I guess would maybe be another forward, you could put out. I mean, let's say they get a top four pick, top five pick. Let's say they get. I mean, right now, today, they would get, like, pick one or two. Let's play a little scenario. They get picked, like, two. Well, I that's mean, what the Knicks thought, too. Well, imagine – I was actually going to use the Knicks. Imagine this Warriors team, but with R.J. Barrett now. Like – They'd still be just as bad. But I'm saying, like, now you now you have this – but Clay's back. Okay. Yeah, it's the Warriors team oh, with R.J. Barrett. Oh, you're talking in the future. Okay. Yeah, so this, would be, this could be next year, potentially. So you have – this solid foundation who's all back together, ready to play a full season, and then you have the blooming R.J. Barrett. Like, this is a great scenario for them. This is exactly how you stay potent and competitive throughout NBA association mode. Is <laughs> Right off the bat, you have to stockpile those picks but have a good team, and then you're good for 10 years. This is the best-case scenario for them so they can add good depth with no money. Yeah, I guess, you know, if you hope they really hit on the lottery, it'd be interesting to see they haven't had – to draft and scout lottery guys yeah. in a long time, you know? Like, that's such a hit-or-miss thing, being low in the draft. You think it's automatic because the guys are going that high, but you look back at a lot of drafts, it's not as easy as you would think. You know, there's a lot of Greg Odins out there that look like absolute mortal locks 
for NBA stardom, and it just doesn't work out. So you never really know. It'll be interesting to see how they handle the season. Just it's all about you know everyone's saying oh they're already they should tank they should just develop young talent. You think Draymond Green's going to be okay with just developing young talent? That is a ticking time bomb, and I can't wait till it explodes. How long before he gets the amount of text to get a suspension? I would say before Christmas. No, I, at least I, a one-game suspension from amassing what is it, sixteen texts? I think Draymond's smart enough to understand young, acquiring young talent to stay competitive <laughs> in the league. Yeah, yeah. What if Draymond just goes, "This is my team now. I want to be first team All NBA scoring." <laughs> it's just like point, well, he, point Draymond. He becomes the most dangerous player in the league. He becomes LeBron. Draymond's basically LeBron with twenty more pounds and no scoring. Could you imagine if he's actually happy? He's like, all of them were holding me back. He's like, finally, watch what I can do. You guys are gonna let my wings spread. Here we go. This is, thank God, KD's gone. It's crazy, dude. All the Warriors from last year are hurt besides Draymond. Boogie's out too. That whole starting, the whole starting unit, only one guy is playing right now. That's insane. That's yeah, most incredible. of them just aren't even on the team, dude. Not only that, sh- holy shit, Sean. Check this out. Let's do some numbers. Sean Livingston not playing. Andre Iguodala not played. Um, Kevin, Kevin Looney not playing, Steph not playing, Clay not playing, Durant not playing, Boogie not playing. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are playing right now. Only Alfonso Drake. McKinney. I mean, the, the the only people standing from like the Warriors unit is like, um, <laughs> like Patrick McCaw and um, the point guard in LA. Don't forget Quinn Cook Quinn not Cook. playing. <laughs> Quinn Cook. He's not playing. Is he hurt too? No, I'm saying well, like yeah, not no, playing man, for the yeah. Warriors. Well, Casey. No, no, I'm just saying in, like, in general, just not on no, the floor. None of those guys are playing. True. It's insane. So it makes you think, though, hey, if they kept that team together this year, would, they would still be in the same spot, right? Yeah. No, no, you're, you're right. Yeah. Except they'd be paying all those dudes yeah. way too much. Oh, Iguodala would be playing. That's it. I guess, yeah. He, I forget. He's just yeah. holding out. That's an interesting uh, tidbit. About Wouldn't that be nice if your employer was just like, hey, we understand. You don't have to come. We'll pay you to stay away. You stay in California. Like the amount of times that Melo just got paid to go away. Yeah. Like the Hawks were like, yeah, we'll eat that $20 million. Just, Just don't bother showing up. They're like, hey, Iggy, you stay in California. <laughs> we'll just cut you checks from Memphis. Like, We did it with Chandler Parsons. We'll like, do it with we you. We get it. Who's on the Hawks? The Hawks just have a graveyard, and I love it. <laughs> Evan Turner's on that team too, right? Evan Turner. Um, who else? Alex and Lynn. That's another like big dead contract. Well, it's not like a huge salary cap. And there's, though. there is a fourth really bad guy, like guy tucked away on that roster. All right, I'm gonna look up. Don't look it up. Okay. You can do it. You no, want I, a hint? no, I can't. Oh yeah, give me a hint. <clears throat> Hold on, let me get there. Um, it's obviously not Vince Carter because he's worth every single dollar. Yeah. It's a guy who reminds you of seafood. Guy who reminds me of seafood? Yeah, there's probably only one NBA player who can remind you of seafood. Think shellfish. Come on, Jacob. Tell, tell me who drafted him. <laughs> I would rather have that hint. He played in a uh, certain borough and then also in a certain rainy region of this country. The Sonics don't have a team, Sean. <laughs> a little, just right south of the Sonics. The Blazers. So yeah. On the Blazers, and he played in New York. Yes. <laughs> Shellfish. Okay, it's Alan Crabb. Oh, that's oh, that's really hard. I would never. Have, I would never <laughs> what do you mean that's really hard? Because I forget Alan Crabb. How many human? athletes connote seafood? Why would Alan Crabb ever ever come to my head? Why would Alan Crabb? Because his name is Crab, and I said, think seafood. No, I was like, I was somewhere else on that one, man. Wow. Not. 
wasn't a big Alan Crabb guy. Got a good eye for talent. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the Warriors done. Scratch them. See you later. The Clippers are going to win finals. Athletes who connote seafood, Marty Fish. Okay. Should <laughs> <laughs> to throw that out there. Anyone else? I don't know. I win. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> hey, man. I'll give you that one. Um, but I think the Clippers are the, the favorite after what I've seen. The Jazz, I don't. I have no faith in. Continue to have no faith in. The Nuggets. Conley played well, though, after struggling. It only took him 20 years. It's three, <laughs> it's three games. A total overreaction. Sorry, I forgot how. Yeah. You're just this zagging. Is, Everybody loved the Jazz this offseason. You hate the Jazz. I hated, I hated the Jazz all offseason, Although, dude. Although, pace-wise, they're playing very deliberately. Dude. Let I, me see where they are. I forgot. I, I was looking up yesterday where they are in pace. The Utah Jazz. What would you guess? You think high flying offense, right? Donovan Mitchell no, likes to get his head absolutely down. Absolutely not. I would never think that you. <laughs> Gobert is not a rim runner. Mike Conley's thirty three, and he was he was slow when he was thirty. Well, you'd be correct. They're twenty eighth. Yeah, like, like, I would absolutely think that they are the, like one of the slowest teams in the league. I I I've been screaming from the mountaintops since day one. Bad team, bad team. Not bad team, but not not a finals contender. That's a joke. A finals contender. So got, who would? So you got to get rid of the Warriors. Yeah. So is it really just L.A., L.A., and Houston? It's L.A. It's just the Clippers, man. But they lost to the Suns. Um, they yeah. showed vulnerabilities. Uh, yeah, every team's vulnerable this year. There's no ironclad team this year, but the Clippers, just at the end of the day, they have a unit that's played together for many seasons, and you just throw quiet. They also there. lost to the Jazz you love so much. Um, Kwisap. Oh, that's fair. I yeah. forgot. And, but they're still competitive with the Jets. It's, it's the Clippers, man. Kawhi's on fire. He's He could be the MVP if he wanted. He won't be. Um, and I think Davis, right? Like, you have to go buy Davis tickets right now. I mean, just based off of that one performance he had. Like, but I feel like Kawhi's put together more consistent performances every game he's played. He's already sat one game. We're <laughs> four games in. Davis is probably going to sit a lot, too. Yeah, I'm interested to see how much he plays. Although he's played a lot more than people give him credit for the past few years. I just feel like it's more of they're so cautious that they know, like LeBron's classic, only uh, the playoffs matter. I'm going to sit. AD, you should probably chill out too. Are we sure we don't blow that out of proportion? Are we sure LeBron isn't like, don't you think LeBron's like, hey, dude, like go for MVP? Like, Maybe. I, think- I mean, aside from last year, that was just a debacle that had nothing to do with 80s body. He played 75 games of two years before that. People don't give him enough credit for that. He was like the only person healthy in that playoff series. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe he wants 80 to get MVP. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's just a uh, an opinion that got shot in the media and hasn't died. That he hasn't played a lot of games. You go back and look. It's it's, it's a misconception. It's just it's all data. That's all it is. It's, like, last year doesn't count. So who would you pick out of the East then? If you think Clippers already overreaction, we're only what five, six games yeah, in for yeah, most yeah, teams. Yeah, overreaction. Overreaction, definitely. Clippers gonna make it to the finals. Who are you taking on the East? I mean, I hate to say it, but the Sixers look great defensively, like amazing. But you're only four games in. They look a little clunky, camo-wise. But I don't want to say the Bucks because I haven't seen anything good from the Bucks actually. Uh. I can't say the Celtics because that's ridiculous. So you just have to go off with who's had the best performances from multiple players this year, and that's the Miami Heat. Dude, the Miami <laughs> Heat are legit. That that is, I, I'm actually not calling that, but they have had a great start. My preseason Eastern Conference Finals pick. They were. That was a great pick by you. 
Although I did not expect them to be winning games without Jimmy Butler or be throwing out lineups with four white guys on the floor. And one on the bench. And a lot of like legit G League dudes, and they're yeah. just killing it. Kendrick Nunn's on fire. Did you see that stat where he's like, only him and Kevin Durant are the only rookies to have scored like this many yeah. points through this many yeah, games? It's, it's incredible. It's, it's a weird team. It's... It's just really confusing, but I mean, at the end of the day, when you have Bloodsport, James Johnson on your team, but he's not even playing. No, him and Dion Waiters. I feel like you're just like Kobe hey, Wade, dude. Kobe Wade. I feel like they need to just leave him on the bench. Like, just tell him don't show up. You're gonna ruin everything. I love De- take, you. Don't stay, like Dion Waiters. Stay, take Google me and go over there. Just stay over dude, there. We'll I, pay you to go. I away. love Dion Waiters. He's one of my favorite NBA players. He's amazing. He's incredible. He's everything you don't want to play with. Jimmy Butler's the fifth leading scorer. I know he's only played two games because of the birth of his kid, but fifth, no, sixth leading scorer on the Miami Heat right now. Dude, how about Bam? Scary. This is going to be a big, he could be most improved player. Dude, Bam Bam is built and kind of carries himself like uh, Alonzo Mourning. Yeah, I could see that. I get like Alonzo Mourning vibes from Cam. Uh, Yeah, Heat probably the best shocker, I think. I mean, I wasn't surprised. I think Kendrick Nunn's shocking, that's for sure. Yeah, but Goran Dragic coming off the bench is playing really well, too. Yeah. They have a lot of guys. I feel like this is classic exactly what Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley wants, just guys who have bought into the culture. You know how Jimmy Butler ran that practice where allegedly he came with the third stringers and just ran the starting Timberwolves off the floor? Like, Jimmy Butler's just buying into this team of, like, this is a bunch of guys who get no respect, some undrafted dudes – Guys who haven't established themselves in the league. He's like, I, I can run with these guys, and he'll buy in. And this team's actually going to be playing really well. Uh, I feel like this is what the Heat have been working towards for, like, since well, – pretty much since Bosch was shut down. They, well, since, like, they have been, like, structuring themselves almost in a Clipper-esque manner. Yeah. So we keep a solid core, really good team, and now we can throw a star on. Like, they obviously wanted, would like to throw a second star on, but why would you at this point when you have a deep team? It would be amazing if they won just to see, like – Hey, like we'll still like one guy solid team, but like built it. Like instead of bringing a super team together, they like brought like a like instead of like they, they brought like a great. It's like they it's put a glorified G League. They team. put like three pieces <laughs> together. It was like they're like we're not gonna get two all two superstars. We're gonna get a solid team, uh, a G League team, and an NBA uh, top fifteen guy, and that's how you win. That's the that's the formula now. Yeah. Good shocker. But uh, let's go back to the Sixers. I know you said they're probably the pick. Obviously, yeah, they're it, undefeated. It's, the it's one hard. thing, though, is shooting. You look at the end of the games, especially I was watching that Hawks game where it was a close game, and I was really interested to see where they would go down in the clutch minutes, who they'd go to. And there was one possession where they were just dribbling around. It looked like nobody wanted the ball. No one wanted to score. You didn't have that guy to like go get it. Find Tobias Harris, who's basically their only shooter at closing minutes in crunch time. Tobias Harris goes to get the ball and he's just like trapped in the corner and it's like a slow, clunky, developing play that, like you said, that team chemistry isn't there. It looks like these are guys who just got together and are trying to figure things out. And then with their other shooters, you have Embiid who's shooting 36% from three, but you don't want Embiid shooting like fadeaway threes at the end of games. You want him like he did, which they did a good job of, you know, they were only down, I think it was tied and they fed Embiid low, he gets fouled, makes both free throws and that's how they end up winning that game. So if they're only if they're down three though, it's gonna be Tobias Harris. If you double Tobias Harris and get that ball to somewhere else, like what do you want? Al Horford coming off a pick and pop to shoot a three? 
Like that's not going to work all the time. He's a twenty. He's shooting twenty seven percent from three. He's taking four point five a game. I just that's the one worry for me that I'm still not sold on is the Sixers and crunch time. Who's going to take those last shots? It's going to be Tobias Harris. But what if he gets shut down, or if it's even going to be? Can Brett Brown drop a good enough play to get Tobias Harris an open look? I feel like this team, like, I mean, we've had this issue with Brett Brown the whole time. Is the Sixers team needs coaching? They're a young team, and I feel like. This team with the you have a lot of talent. You have maybe the most talented roster, but your talent is not. Um, I mean, like you just said, it's not shot creating talent. So I feel like this team needs really needs a coach. This team needs an X's and O's coach, and I don't know what. Brett, yeah, what kind, Brett Brown is just is he is he on the verge of becoming like the Jason Garrett of the NBA? He might be. He's been there long enough to deserve that credit we of, all make how fun is he of still there yeah we all make fun of him he, we have ongoing like he's ridiculous he just needs to start clapping yeah like he he might he's on the verge of that and but you said you know it feels like this unit just got together they were just thrown together like the chemistry i mean they kind of did though like this is a very new team so you kind of have to give them some slack in that department um yeah it's very early it's <laughs> super early but no that this sixers team is scary defensively Everyone, I think, has shot a three besides Ben Simmons. I think that's the stat I heard. Really? Yeah. So that that's, that's what that is. Well, that's not going to change. No. <laughs> um, how about the Pacers, man? Scary. Scary as in scary good or scary bad? Scary, scary start. Uh, oh, gosh. The Celtics aren't playing Robert Williams, Enos Cantor, or Jalen Brown tonight. They just don't want tall guys. Oh. They're like, they... You know what's how you win basketball games? Short dudes. Well, you know we just got called up from the main red cross. Taco fall. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Um. Gosh, okay. You're a Celtics fan. Yeah, I I like what I'm seeing. Who do you want at center? Or do you just keep rolling. They haven't been playing oh, bad. Give me some, oh like right like trade for a center. Yeah. Nah, dude. G- give me Jason Tatum five. <laughs> um, who, who do I legitimately want for a center? I don't think we need honestly like that might be the answer. I mean, it's working so far. Like maybe like Brooke Lopez. Like like that's who I want at center. Ooh. Like I don't want a big like star center, and I don't want a rim roller or anything. We need to keep that paint as open as possible so Jalen Brown can get to the rim and so can Jason Tatum because they like to settle for jumpers. So maybe that's honestly what's helping is not having that lane clog for them so they can actually get there because. They should be great at driving, yet they never use it. So there must be something wrong with the way they drive. <laughs> you just really don't like Jalen Brown. Dude, Jalen Brown. Driving towards the rim. He's just so frustrating. He just, like, never – he, I know he can do, like, really, really athletic things, and he just will never do it. <laughs> it's just really – dude, this Spurs-Warriors game is still going under. D'Angelo Russell up 223. Up against DeMar DeRozan? Come on. But the Warriors don't play any defense. But the Spurs – Everyone. I think the Spurs are like 4-0 and to the under, though. There we go. Trendy, dude. Trends. You're going to put all the... all you going to unload on it? Even though it's not a pay week, you're going to put the paycheck on I'm it? I'm going to hammer it. I'm going to hammer I'm going to hammer the under in this one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cover some uh, student loans on the under on this game. Oh, no. I'm wrong. The Spurs are 2-2. Two and two. They're 0-4 against the spread. Okay. 2-2 two and two to the over. Okay. Or under. It's the same thing. Anyone else you want to touch on? So you want to take the Warriors? Dude, Spurs are 0-4 against the spread. Hey, take the Warriors on the spread. Trends. Did you plus seven at home this early in the season with Golden State? Doesn't that look weird? Mm-hmm. That this turnaround is insane. Um, if we could cross off teams in the NBA, 
<laughs> You're already getting rid of teams? Just teams I don't want to talk about oh, for a couple of weeks, I guess. The Pelicans. Don't want to talk about it. Big win last um, they, they got their first win. Thursday night. And can we not talk about the Suns, please? I don't care if they're Dude, winning. they're sneaky good. I don't know. Yes, no, they are. No, they're not. They've not been competitive good. in almost every game. They're three and two. <laughs> one not. spot out of the playoffs right now. They're bad. It's they just, beat the Clippers. What do you mean they're bad? It's the start of the season. The Kings are bad. Sean, it's the start of the season. Don't don't do this. But you can't scratch them off. They're one of the better stories so far. It's bad, Sean. It's bad. I'm still waiting for your evidence that it's bad. I hit my you with evidence, some facts. My evidence is that it's Devin Booker and Ricky Rubio. That's my evidence. And, and yeah, exactly. So he doesn't have to do everything. He got someone who can get him the ball now. If if Ricky Rubio didn't work with um, the Jazz, why would he work with the Suns? Because Baines, there's no pressure to do anything. He doesn't have true. to score. That is true. Devin Booker can do all the scoring. They will not be making the playoffs. Well, I didn't say they'd make the playoffs. Well, that's all that matters. You're not- well, you want to talk? You said you want to cross them off already. Yeah, because because we're we're gonna stop talking about them in ten games. Okay. <laughs> when when they're nine- they get the Grizzlies tonight, and they're gonna win that game probably. <laughs> when they're four and nine. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm all right, that's Grizzlies actually a tonight. tough stretch. They they get Philly and Miami. No, that's two games. No. And the Lakers, the Nets. Those are <laughs> they might beat the Nets. The Nets are abysmal defensively. That that. That's going to be over. That's a nice four-game homestand for them. Sixers, Heat. Okay, how many wins are you going to give them? They go on the road to Memphis. Then they come back. They get Philly, Miami, Brooklyn, and L.A. And Atlanta and Boston all at home. Two wins out of those. Two? Yeah. What? What? The Nets? And they might sneak up. And the Hawks? No. Oh, yeah. Okay, if they go. No no Hawks. No Trey Young. Yeah. Hawks, Hawks lose. Okay, so you're going to give them two and four in that six-game homestand. If that happens, then I'll agree with you. I'll never talk about the Suns the rest of the season. Deal? Deal. Absolutely. Two and four. Write it down. All right. So as that home stretch ends November 18th, so stay tuned. We'll be locked into the Suns until then. Tune into the Suns. Gosh. Anything else you want to go over in basketball? No, that's it. I'm really intrigued by this Lakers-Mavericks game on Friday night. Luka versus LeBron. You gonna take the Mavs? Taking the Mavs. Vegas kind of agrees with you. They're at home. They're only a point and a half dogs. Dude, sharp money's on the Mavs. <laughs> yeah, according to your reports, sharp money is on the Mavs. Are you sharp, dude? I, I'm, I'm sharp. I'm a value better. It's <laughs> <laughs> not something a sharp would say. <laughs> well, I'm a sharp value better. <laughs> um, anything else you want to touch on it, or you want to hit NFL briefly? Sure. Okay, let's do it. Josh Gordon, Seahawks. Um. Great pickup. If he plays, who knows? He'll give you a good four games. Um, I feel like he's basically what DK Metcalf already is to them. I don't know. It seems a little redundant. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But it kind of helped my uh, Russell Wilson MVP ticket a little. So I'm excited about that move. Would you get that at? South Point. No, no, no. Like, okay. What were the odds? 25-1. Okay, just making sure. I don't know if you told enough people about it. Hey, Sean, are you mad because you didn't bet it that night? No. <laughs> Although, uh, the only reason I didn't bet it was because I don't like rooting for the Seahawks and Russell Wilson on the field. Just because, like, being a Rams fan, he just con- consistently bothered me. Just how he escapes plays and just makes ridiculous things happen. Oh, he's incredible. I'm not going to take away. I'm just saying it's annoying to me personally. So that's why I didn't make that bet. Two weeks later... Drew Brees, or well, Drew Brees gets hurt. I'm trying to stream quarterbacks in fantasy. 
Don't have anything. I ended up having to trade for Russell Wilson, so now he's my fantasy quarterback. So now you're rooting for him every week. <laughs> yeah, so this is pointless. Yeah, gosh. Um, I, I, I really nothing intrigues me this week. Going f- like nothing else has excited me. And the and the slate, I'm still pretty bored. The Steelers are down. To, oh yeah, it's a bad weekend. Steelers are down to even money, like even on the line. I think they're down to pickums. So that obviously fixed itself. Actually, can I just go off for a little bit here? Yeah, you know, we had this rant about earlier how the NFL actually stinks. And most of these games are just mediocre teams playing mediocre teams. And they've done a great job of just keeping the salary cap where it is. So all these teams are basically the same where you get games like Tennessee versus Carolina. And you're just kind of like, meh, I don't know. Both those teams seem the same to me. Or you get the Eagles and the Bears. And you can't really tell what the difference is. There's a lot of people this weekend who's been saying, rightfully so that this weekend sucks this slate sucks you get the jets at the dolphins which could arguably be the worst game of the season even though we've already had dolphins redskins who were both winless at the time and i just want to say there's a lot of people zagging saying like shut up stop complaining about the nfl the nfl's amazing don't say this week is the the this week slate is weak no pun intended it's amazing the nfl always delivers you're always going to be watching stop complaining no i want to complain I want to be mad that we have to submit ourselves to watching the Texans at the Jaguars in London. I don't want to wake up early just to watch that mess. You know, we sent, I think, I saw yesterday, 23 games to London. Out of those 23 games, do you know how many of those matchups have been between winning teams? Out of the 23 in London, how many do you think have been matchups between winning teams? I don't know. maybe, Maybe five, maybe six? The answer is zero. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, the answer is zero. We're really paying them back for all the those uh, tea taxes. Really yeah. sticking it to the British. We we'll never forget. Take our crap. You, we're basically giving them a a, sh- a crappy tax on all our NFL imports. I hate. So yeah, I just wanted to rant a little bit about the people saying, "Yo, don't complain about the NFL. You're still gonna." Yeah, I'm still gonna watch. That doesn't mean I can't be mad that the Redskins are playing the Bills. <laughs> I, I want to touch on something really interesting you said. And yes, Sean, I also still hate the British. <laughs> I didn't say that. If that's, the you, British make great television and movies. Well, you were saying that, you know, we owe them, them one for the tea tax. And I'm with you, man. I'm not over that. I think we let them get off early, easy and early, frankly, on timeline wise. So I'm mad about the NFL. I'm mad about the Revolutionary War. <laughs> what about the War of 1812? War of 1812. I'm a War of 1812 denier. <laughs> it never happened? <laughs> yeah. I say it never happened. Um, yeah. Oh, Dwayne Hastings is going too for the yeah, Redskins, by the way. Dude, but he got first team reps this week in practice, so, oh, okay. so everything's he different should, now. He should be accustomed to the role now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's good sports wrap-up. You ready to bring in, uh, bring in the Rooster? Let's do it. It's been a while. Rooster? Yeah, you know, play me in with it. It's been a while. I will do it in post, I promise. <laughs> um, for those who, who have not met Rooster, he was a, uh, I recommend. I really want to ditch this moniker right now. What, <laughs> Rooster? Yeah. You want to go back to Ian Jones? I've never not wanted to be Ian Jones. All right. Let me, let me, let me <laughs> introduce you. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's run the it The world's back. biggest Amon Schumpert fan. Thank you. <laughs> Ian Jones. Okay, Ian, tell us about this new project you're working on. Uh, how I just spent the last 30 minutes figuring out how to make the band uh, stained the background on your laptop. Yeah, no <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Sean, do you know the band Stained? Uh, duh. Okay, so you know that it's... Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Sh- 
choked on my uh, new background. It wasn't easy. <laughs> it took a lot of a lot of trickery. <laughs> I watched the Steve Jobs movie last night, so that kind of gave me which like one? The, Ashton Kutcher no, or Michael no, Fassbender? No, hell no, the Fassbender. <laughs> which is the best uh, biopic? Yes, absolutely. Ever? Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe you can throw Aviator in the mix, but Steve Jobs, the, 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 um, the way what, Did you watch uh, Adam, Adam Scott on Between Two Ferns? Yeah. <laughs> when he's talking about, is that the one with the guy with the fingernails? <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you look at, I love the way the Steve Jobs um, movies told. I uh, Yeah, three events. I have often longed for an Ernest Hemingway biopic that's told in five segues, all related to his five most popular books. Or would you Sounds include like you write his suicide in there? You start with the suicide. With death by Big Toe? Yeah, Big Toe death. Yeah. yeah. Have you, have I, you thought ever... Courtney, I thought Courtney Love shot Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> yeah, no, Courtney Love uh, hired two hitmen and both got scared, and then she ended up doing it. I just want to go on the record and say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, no, the... Um, the Steve Jobs movie is amazing. The cast is amazing. Who plays his baby bottle? What's that lady's name? Oh, Kathleen Waterston. Yeah, that sounds right. I can't. I yeah, can't Catherine Waterston. Well, she's yeah. she's in um the she's Harry awesome. Potter's and she's in uh, Alien. Who who is she in Harry Potter? The new ones, the Fantastic Beasts. Oh, I, I was like, what? She's not in Harry Dude, Potter. The first Fantastic. You're right, Sean. Are you a Harry Potter fan? Big time. Oh, right. Yeah. Like an embarrassing yeah, amount. That's what I thought. Um, I have not seen those new ones. The new ones are better than regular Harry Potter. <laughs> Come on! The fr- the first one. What? The first one is cool, man. <laughs> what? Magic. First off, one magic kind of sucks. I'm big into the books. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm just gonna put, I'm just gonna say that right now. I'm not Same. into Harry Potter at all, dude. Magic's lame. The movies are all right. I actually probably have only seen them all once or twice. But there's really I'm at the point in my life where I'm like. Do I really want to go revisit Harry Potter? Like, yeah, is that, is it's that always a, worth revisiting. Oh, Harry Potter's know. always there for you. When you're in a time of darkness, <laughs> it just brings the light. See, I, I think there's like a couple type of, like you were born and raised, either you like Harry Potter or you like Lord of the Rings. And I, I was Lotar all the way. Why can't I like I both also, Yeah, I also grew up on Lord of the Rings. Though. <laughs> yeah, I, I like both to an annoying amount. See, I can't do Harry, man. I, I like a lot of fantasy It is stuff. one of those things like if you didn't get it when you were a kid, you're just not. Like yeah. you're not going to start liking Harry Potter as an adult. I didn't like, I wasn't That'd a be, Harry Potter guy and I wasn't a Pirates guy. Missed on isn't it because you didn't know how to read until your mid-teens? <laughs> I do. I, yo, don't tell anyone this. I do not know how to read. No, I know. And Jacob uh, Roach, the little I, I have known this. But wouldn't it be impressive if I had graduated college, secured a job with not knowing how to read? Like, that would be very impressive. I got it to, would be. I got to 22 without knowing how to like, I'm, I honestly like. That's more impressive than knowing how to read. Anyone can know how like to read. It's like a real-life blindside. Yeah. <laughs> real-life blindside. Do you see what I did there? That's you great. Could graduate college not knowing how to read. No, but it would be impressive if I didn't know how to read, but I graduated college. No, I'm saying like I feel like yeah, you, you might be able to if if you if you had enough people helping you. If you you have to have a silver tongue. <laughs> you, have to, <laughs> you have to be a silver tongue devil to pull that off. You'd have to be able to figure out how to write somehow, though. I feel like there's people who've done it who English is their second language. Oh, like yeah. they're probably not literate yeah. in English, yeah. but they found a way to make it through school, especially if they're like math majors or something. So the band's stained. All right. Uh, throughout the podcast, while we were having a very like intense sports conversation, a lot of back and forth rants, Ian was just texting me stained lyrics. It's true. I do that, but with Creed. 
Okay. Yeah. Once again, I how think- would you power rank Nickelback, Creed, and Stained? Okay, Nickelback, Creed, Stained. Um, is the is the uh, Nickelback guy dead? No. Did, but, didn't but, he try to kill himself? Uh, Chad know. Kroger. Somebody. I know he got divorced from Avril Lavigne. <laughs> that's good to know. That is that's important. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that he like he really got to a dark place. Well, also, I, is the, the Lincoln Park guy is dead? Yes, yeah. he is dead. Okay. Um, R.I.P. Chester. I would like to throw Daughtry into the mix with that rank banking and Olympus. No, Daughtry <laughs> is not that sad. I agree. Daughtry's like a little more. Home. He's like a little more pop country, like uplifted, like Stained. He also like, came later. Stained. Aaron yeah. Lewis is a country singer now. Yeah, but they're, Stained is way more depressed. You know who else is depressed? Scott Stop. <laughs> that dude is scounging for money. Yeah. Yeah, Creed is not good at being a band. Dude, a, a lyric in It's Been a While is, It's been a while since I fucked things up just <laughs> like I always did. That's so sad, dude. <laughs> Imagine listening to that song, like, not ironically. Like, that's something that you just like, want to hear. Some of the saddest, saddest song lyrics off the top of my head are, like, uh, the Jeff Tweedy song. It's like, um, I'm sorry that you wake up next to me. Like, that's a sad lyric. Yeah, when Jeff Tweedy was like peak addicted to Viking. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> uh, nothing, man. Like thunderbolts and lightning, curse the day. Like, oh my gosh! And then live, the song um, lightning lightning crashes by live. It's it's about a mis- it's about one. a miscarriage. No, no, it's about the mother dying in pregnancy. Do you know? Uh, and a line is, and the placenta falls to the floor. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, the, don't the Goo Goo Dolls have a song about slide? It's like really, yeah. or not a song about abortion it, it, called Slide. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why won't you slide? <laughs> it's like really upbeat yeah, too. Yeah, but it's sad. It's like, yeah. That song's about abortion. I love oh. an upbeat abortion song. Yeah, um, really sad. Um, I love that era of music. It's so you got the Counting Crows. <laughs> Right, like just that late '90s white guy dreadlocks. Yeah, like yeah. you got the countess who was dating Jennifer Aniston. What? Uh, yeah, I don't remember this. Um, Matchbox Twenty, just an all-time. Oh, favorite. Rob Thomas. I love Matchbox Twenty, dude. Bright lights. It's damn, I must be lonely. <laughs> she said, "Baby." Um, Does Rob Thomas currently make music? Yeah, yeah. he was in Vegas like last he's, month. He's in Vegas a lot. <laughs> That's you know, so unsurprising. Is it kind of like Matchbox like Twenty from Orlando? <laughs> are, are there Orlando? Things? Yeah, a lot of four hundred seven. Shout out! <laughs> a lot of talent coming out of Orlando, man. It's just like the ocean under the moon. <laughs> You're oh. so smooth, oh, dude. Dude, the Roaches loved Rob Thomas. We listened to a lot of Matchbox. I can I feel tell like you, Santana's probably also in Vegas quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he had a residency here. I think I like recently saw a Santana billboard. Yeah, like, I for think, sure. Yeah. Um, we were we were big Matchbox Twenty fans. I've seen them live. That was pretty cool. My parents have seen my parents seen them live a lot. Dude, I actually saw Matchbox Twenty and Goo Goo Dolls open for them. Shit, that is <laughs> amazing. Whoa. Did you say Future was here? Oh, oh he's got November eighth, dude. Oh, MGMT is coming uh, November twenty first. Much different ends of the spectrum there. <laughs> yeah, Future's here. Tonight or tomorrow night, actually, he's at, he replaced Travis Scott to headline day in Vegas. Oh, that's tomorrow, huh? Yeah, so Future's probably at the win right now, just chilling. I heard he's gonna come through. Can we get him on the pod? Yeah. Should he, I DM him? Yeah, DM him. DM him. Say, say we have a really big podcast. Say we have the biggest <laughs> podcast in Las Palmas. Um, 
Yeah, I bet you there are multiple podcasts happening in Las Palmas. <laughs> Las Palmas is like a Silicon Valley incubator for podcasts. <laughs> you, you think Boxdoor has a... Uh... So let me set the scene of who I live next to. My yeah. neighbor Boxdoor just has cardboard boxes stuffed under the bottom of his door. Uh, and uh, he asked me about putting new lock, like how you can put multiple locks on one door. So I don't know what this guy's up to. <laughs> What's he hiding? I'm glad you didn't stray away from this when I said Boxdoor because yeah. I really wanted you to dive into because, who Boxdoor is. You know... Shia LaBeouf has been everyone, on everyone's mind lately, and I just think uh, Disturbia, a.k.a. Rear Window, if yeah. you're a Hitchcock fan, which I am not. Um, you don't like Hitchcock? Dude, I've I run through all of them, like all the big guys, and I tell you what, man. Did you watch Rope? Seen Rope. You didn't like Rope? Rope's okay. Rope's pretty awesome. No, nah, man. Rope's, Rope's a gimmick. You like Rope because of the gimmick. That's why we still talk about Rope, or else we would not talk about Rope. What do you, what do you just the premise? The, the takes. The, the filming gimmick is why we still yeah, talk about like Rope. Yeah, like the single take. The single takes, the, the, like the four takes. And like and like the premise is like pretty fascinating. The premise is cool. That the body's in the room, mm-hmm. and they're eating on top of him. And no you know there's knows. like a gay conspiracy with Rope? Those two I'm, are, are gay. I'm yeah. sh- it's not even a conspiracy, dude. But <laughs> you, can, you, can, you, can, you can tell which one's the power bottom. Mm. The, the blonde, the, dude. The dead one? <laughs> yeah, well, the dead one, but then the one, like, dude, there's a one of them is totally oh, dominant oh, of the other. Oh, he's very dominant of the other one. Yeah, yeah he, like, right. totally bullies him. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, fucking Jimmy Stewart knows. Like, well, I'll tell you now. <laughs> there's a body in this chest. <laughs> you think, you think I didn't know, young man? Yeah, Jimmy Stewart fucking knows. I'm not Jimmy a Jimmy Stewart, Stewart fan. Dude, fuck off. <laughs> I'm not. Sorry, man. You, you just don't like Jimmy, like... I, I've, I've seen enough of his movies to say I'm not a fan. Yeah, but I just feel like you didn't have to say that. <laughs> you didn't have to put that fucking I negativity just, out there. I just wanted to hurt with that one. That's all I wanted to do. You don't I, like It's a Wonderful Life? God, no. I, I, don't like, I don't like Christmas movies. Like, just in general? Yeah, Jesus yeah just in general. Just a Scrooge? I think they kind of suck. Love Christmas, guys. Christmas movies kind of suck. Going back, uh, the Steve Jobs movie is the... <laughs> <laughs> is the best biopic, now that I'm thinking of... Yeah, biopic. Is. I still don't biopic? know which one it is. That's a big. That's a big topic. I've heard both. Biopic. I go with biopic. biopic. I go but biopic I don't correct too. people Dude, when they say the biopic. The new wave of of biopic slash biopics mm-hmm. is f- Bohemian Rhapsody. Not good. No, really disappointing. <laughs> Rocket Man. Not good. Oh, you've seen both these again? I have. Oh wow. Theaters, dude. You saw Rocket Man in the theaters? Oh, I sure did, dude. With who? My mom. Cool, dude. I don't want to see it. Yeah, and, uh, I fell asleep. I'm not. That's how lie. bad it was. Yeah, I felt. I so I cannot speak for like the back third of Rocket <laughs> Man. Maybe it got good. The first hour twenty I heard it was, was not burn. great. Yeah. I heard it, and you missed the burn. Remember that was supposed to be Tom Hardy. Mm. I do. And did you know that uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was yeah. the guy who got Bohemian Rhapsody off the ground? And the band just like wouldn't clear any like the crazy shit he wanted to include. Yeah, he wanted to make it rated R, and they said no, no, no. That's not the life we lived. <laughs> really? Is it not? Is that not what Freddie Mercury was? Yeah, Freddie Mercury used to have midgets with trays of cocaine on their heads walk around parties. Wow, that's that is uh, that's a fact. I, mean, I, I wasn't, also heard I, that. I wasn't there, but that is a that is a. I heard it was thing. only at the last party though, like his last <laughs> hoorah of like he where he knew he had AIDS and he didn't tell anyone. Do like one just last insane party. I yeah. If I had that kind of body, I'd just be doing it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm big in the human furniture trend. <laughs> Yuck. Um, so we're talking about really sad lyrics. Yeah. So I went on a Reddit thread. 
How yeah. about this one? You guys big Death Cab for Cutie fans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. No, but, I wouldn't no, but I'm, I'm familiar, <laughs> but I wouldn't. Okay, so one of their songs called What Sarah Said. And I, reading it now makes me remember. This, this one really hits, all right? It came to me that every plan is a tiny prayer to Father Time. Each descending peak on the LCD, you look a little farther away from me. There's no comfort in the waiting room, just nervous pacers bracing for bad news. Then the nurse comes round, everyone will lift their heads. But I'm thinking of what Sarah said, love is watching someone die. Ooh. I think I win. That, you, made, you made us work <laughs> for that, too. Like, yeah. It needed the dramatic effect. Yeah. It needed the buildup. Um, that's that's no it's been a while but <laughs> it's <laughs> still a nice try <laughs> it's been uh, a while love it R- fucking death were, for were you with us when my when we saw aaron lewis in vegas i don't know and my dad's like hey aaron what's up and he's like hey man how you doing <laughs> no, i honestly that could have happened i could have forgotten just because that's some shit that chris roach would do that's just, yeah, that's just yeah. common chris roach i would never be able to recognize aaron yeah who, who recognizes aaron lewis <laughs> Yeah, but only people like your dad. I mean, your parents, I mean, I don't mean to, like, expose anything right now, but they do have a Three Doors Down poster in their bedroom. Above the bed. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what kind of shit they're into. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Three Doors Down lead singer, uh, my dad's uh, my dad's cousin drives tour buses, tried to fight my dad's cousin. He was driving them. <laughs> and he's like, pull over, I want to kick your ass. And he was fucked up on shit. And the the, the driver was like, hey, yeah, dude, you got to get Did off Did he think he was bus. Superman? Yeah, he said. He said, "Listen, man, I don't know what's gonna happen here, but promise me one thing." He said, "If I go crazy, yeah, will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive and well, I think I know what we're doing tonight, boys." The only Karaoke other bar, three doors down. Yeah, the only other three doors down fan I've known is my cousin who murdered somebody. Really? Really? How'd your cousin murder somebody? This is all hearsay, dude. This is all. But uh, so my. My mom's uh, half brother. So o- my OJ Simpson. So yeah, my mom's half brother is OJ Simpson. No, my mom's mom mm-hmm. had a previous marriage where she had. It's it's confusing even me right now. Right. But my mom's half brother, right? Yeah. Her his daughter murdered her boyfriend. But I only met them one time. They lived in Des Moines, Iowa, and I went to their crib on a road trip, and she had hella three doors <laughs> down posters. And I just remember thinking like. This chick is weird. And then, like, five years later, my mom was like, oh, yeah, you remember that girl that you met that one time? And I was like, yeah. He's like, murdered somebody. And wow. I was like, is she gone up for life? Dude, or? I don't know. I don't know if she got pushed off the map or, like, what happened. Wow. But I never followed up. Just She went to the dark side of the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no one called her Superman when yeah. she went crazy. And then, <laughs> There's nothing I could do. Uh, yeah, I was hoping that she would still be there holding my hand. But, um, <laughs> she traveled through the sands of time. <laughs> uh, oh, we forgot Train. Train's in that group, yeah. too. Yeah. Dude, they've gotten too poppy, though. Yeah, they did get poppy. I feel like if I'm... Wait, are you a Train purist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only drops of Jupiter, everything after that is trash. I'm only listening to Train if I'm, like, shopping for, for like, plain tees at Old Navy and just Train just comes on. <laughs> Meet Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Does anyone know what Drops of Jupiter is actually about? Um, n- no. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. But I think the I'm reason asking. the Steve Jobs movie is the best <laughs> of all time <laughs> is because of the way they like space it out. They don't try to. They don't try to make like thirty years into two hours and fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. They just are like, all right, we're just going to take three key events at like three different points in his life, and just like dedicate like forty-ish minutes to each of them. 
and then you like get enough backstory where you're like, oh, I kind of feel like I know who Steve Jobs is, even though like you don't. But they and, treat it like a play, basically. Yeah, you don't have to like, dude. It's really hard to make like to make it where it's well done, where you're trying to cover thirty years in two hours. So just like it's gonna feel really like topical after a while. How'd you feel about his relationship with his daughter and how they made him look like a total dickhead? I feel like he was probably. I don't. I mean. At the end of the day, that's not. It's just like a. It's a movie. You know what I mean? It's not Steve Jobs. Like, sure. it, like, and I don't know anything about that dude, but s- sounds like he was probably a dick sometimes. <laughs> so like maybe, maybe that was maybe accurate. it was accurate. Uh, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But then I don't really care. It's not. I don't watch that movie and think like, this is who Steve Jobs is. I'm just like, oh, S- Sorkin dialogue, Fastbender, like Danny good, Doyle, good movie. Danny Boyle. Yeah, Danny Boyle. Got a lust for I love I love some Sorkin banter. Um, <laughs> so do you want to go around and give our three forty minutes to define our lives? <laughs> Is that what you want to do? <laughs> yeah, let's keep this shit going for three hours. <laughs> that fucker lived a life. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my plug. Go back and watch the, uh, <laughs> the uh, twenty fifteen. We don't have to recommend on this one. It's the SE old gimmick. Sean, I don't know if you knew this, but the original podcast I recommend. At the end of every episode, the guest host. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't doing that. I'm just, I'm, that's why I'm it's here. It's not a recommendation. Me. It's no. a forceful it, it's a declaration. Wait, like, aren't you doing, aren't you doing press right now on <laughs> Steve Jobs? Movie? Is it, was that 2015? Yeah. yeah. And that's why you're on this podcast. That movie you're doing press tours. Um, maybe the uh, screenplay. Maybe. Nominated for two Oscars, zero wins. Ooh. Best performance by a leading actor, best performance by an actress in a supporting role. Kate Winslet is amazing in that movie. Yeah. Like, I wonder if she, like, if that person exists. Was oh, it, oh, I think it was a merge of a couple people, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I feel like I read that. Which is a common thing with movies like that. It's just kind of taking a bunch of relationships and mashing them together. Sean, can we get research on that? Joanna Hoffman was a marketing executive with the Macintosh team. So the name's the same. Okay. Maybe they added some extra can you elements. Get, can you get one of the interns? Portrayal in media. Okay. Portrayed by British actress Kate Winslet. Da, 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 da. Relationship between her and Jobs. Hoffman described Jobs as her work wife. You His know, work wife. I remember watching that movie and be like, oh, wait, that's Kate Winslet like halfway through. And I was like, oh, wait, I kind of think she's hot here. And I don't know why. Anyone else? No, just me. Okay. I mean, I think Kate Winslet think? is known to be hot. Yeah. But then like, it's like the rules. Like, something's working here. That's Kate not Winslet. controversial, dude. Yeah. I think, like, a lot of people would agree but that Kate that Winslet role, is attractive. But in that role, it's. Yeah. I don't think you're. I don't think. I, I don't can know I, why you're surprised. Can, by I, this. can I have this one? <laughs> no. I, Let me see the photo. I don't remember what she looked like in the movie. I mean, yeah, she just oh. looked like. Okay, that's. It, it was the 80s. Right. Do so you understand now? That's fair. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. I mean. Good for her. She's got the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. What are, you try- what are you trying to prove, man? Who are you trying Dude, to- I'm into it. Who are you trying to impress, tough 2019. guy? 2019. <laughs> On air. Like, chill out. Um, it also just cracks me up that Seth Rogen's in that movie. Yeah, yeah same. Out of, out of just fucking left field. <laughs> you know, I respect Seth Rogen for not being like, I'm, like, I'm a dramatic actor now. <laughs> <laughs> he got, like He plays it pretty well. No, but like... He was good at it, but I mean, he didn't go like full like I'm a dramatic actor. Like he came back to comedy. He didn't go full Jonah Hill. He didn't go. Yeah, he didn't go Rob, Robbie Williams. What's your favorite Jonah Hill? Oh, uh, super bad. Oh wait, like size? Yeah. Oh, uh, like not super super I liked, fat. I like Jonah Hill and Funny People, which I ooh. I believe, and we can we can 
dive into the research on this one if we have to, but I believe it's the fattest Jonah Hill on film. I, I will. <laughs> Jonah Hill, funny people, is truly enormous. Sean, can you get one of the interns on that? Research. research can we search grab that one? It's the fattest Jonah Hill. I feel like he's very heavy. Isn't he in Grandma's Boy? He, yeah, I think he is. In, he's in Virgin, Virgin and he's oh. really fat in the eBay store. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, I'm looking. This is terrible what we're doing, but <laughs> should we get a doctor on? Yeah, this is actually this is this is bullying, but Jonah Hill. Oh no, Jonah. Grandma's boy is bigger. Yeah. You got a side by side? Well, I got. Here we go. Well, here's Grandma's boy. Oh man. Oh goodness. Oh, okay. Oh, what about accepted? He's an accepted, accepted. too. Ask me about my winner. Oh, accepted's <laughs> awesome. Young Blake Lively. I'm not a fan of like any college movie. Wait, Blake Lively's in Accepted? Oh yeah, Blake I Lively. don't remember that at yeah, all. Blake Lively is the girl in Accepted. Oh, is she just beautiful? Yeah. Ooh. Jonah Hill has a great line where the uh, Blake Lively's boyfriend comes up. He's like in a frat that Jonah Hill's trying to get into, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, you're dating Monica, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I think about it when I masturbate." <laughs> <laughs> can't help himself from saying it. Uh, I'm not a fan of the college movie. Now we're talking about Accepted. Accepted is the only college movie that I like. like Animal House. They start their own college. Animal House is annoying. I think at this point, like Animal House. Apparently, I've I only watched it once. I ha- yeah, I haven't watched Animal House in like years. But apparently, if you go back, it's just like super like kind of rapey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like really not 2019. Dude, you, you know what franchise? Early franchise is full of just uh, borderline sexual abuse. The early Bonds, man. Oh, bad. Oh, bad. dude, he's, he's... It's just him forcing... Are you saying Sean Connery, James Bond was misogynistic? <laughs> dude, he's just... Backhanding people. Forcing himself on women. Just forcing himself on women. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. All anyone remembers is that he likes his martinis a certain way. That's, that's the only takeaway, man. Un- I like woke Bond. <laughs> is uh, Bond more. 25? One more. One more, Craig. Last Craig. Who's a, who's a villain in it? I feel like it was announced. Was it? Well, you know what my pitch has always been: Sean Connery should be a Bond. Wasn't Idris Elba James Bond like that? Yeah, but there's no point because they want a younger Bond. He's like, aren't age. they going with a woman? See, here's my thing, and I've talked about this before: the, the outcry of, well, why can't James Bond be a woman? Why can't James Bond be black? Why can't we just write a good role in the same world? Like, why can't we just create a great spy woman? Why does she have to be James Bond? Yeah, she doesn't have to be double. Yeah, well, why can't we just write something better? Like, why can't we just do that instead? Yeah, I hear you. Like, why do you have oh, this? Rami Malek's the bad guy. Oh, oh, yuck! <laughs> I could, if I, I could fight Rami Malek and not oh, be BDIs. afraid. Yeah, like Rami Malek is not intimidating. Like, yeah. yeah Naomi Harris is the. I'm excited for one movie. movie and one movie only. Oh no, that's not right. Honey Bear. <laughs> honey Boy. Honey Boy. Oh gosh, Sean, you know about Honey Boy, right? Is that the uh, Shia, Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf Amazon Prime movie? <laughs> where he, is that the one where he plays essentially Every- himself? He plays his dad, yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone in the nation is talking about it, Sean. I don't know if you've heard. Hottest movie in America right now. Dude, Lucas Hedges is pretty good. It's not coming out until... Oh, like, yeah. he. I think... He, does he play... He plays the son, right? Like Shia? He plays Shia, I think. Yeah, Lucas Hedges is a great actor. I don't know who that Manchester is. Manchester by the Sea. The boy? Oh, the... Uh, yeah. Dude, Manchester by the Sea is so pretty good. good, but has no rewatch value. No. No. Because you don't want to put yourself <laughs> through that again multiple times. You're be like, yeah, I want to watch the movie again. <laughs> like, oh, I want to watch Casey Affleck shovel more. <laughs> Dude, when he comes home with a beer and his house is on fire, you're just like, oh, I know. Casey, Case. what'd you do? 
He tries to grab the cop's gun. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! That's 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 a, that's a dude, scene, dude, man. Dude, yeah, no, I've never watched that movie ever again. On, dude, that that's just a- talking about it now already. He's like, oh, dude. this is one of the most brutal scenes in like cinematic history. I've got like a short running list of like recent like really great scenes I've seen. Okay, uh, there's one in the Joker. Ian hasn't seen the Joker yet. The apartment scene with, uh... yeah, good one. Okay, like one of the better scenes I've seen in a while. The gun scene. In um, Manchester by the Sea, in the highway scene, in um, Animals, the Tom Ford movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. Same. Intense. Joan Hall gets broken down in the highway and pretty much just like four guys roll up and steal his daughter and wife. And he can't do anything about it because they're broken down on the side of the highway and it's four guys. It's oh. called Animals? Yeah. It's, it never is heard of it? crazy. It, it, it just gives you just really good movie. Michael Shannon is a sheriff in it. Army Hammer's in it. Amy Adams, Isla Fisher. Great movie. Oh, dude. Amy Adams and Isla Fisher in the same she, movie. She, I'm like... so confused. <laughs> well, no, it's an allegory of, like, Joan Hall's a writer since Amy Adams a book. This movie's she, not called Animals, Jacob. What is it? Nocturnal, Nocturnal Animals. Nocturnal Animals. Okay. Sorry. Um, Thomas. But Amy Adams is, like, is Isla Fisher in the book. Oh. So, yeah, get ready for that. Should I watch that tonight? No. You, okay, yes, I have heard of this. It's very good. And Tom Ford wrote it and directed it. Just because he wasn't doing well enough, he had to just butt into the movie scene. That's his second movie, actually. He's done two movies. Tom Ford it. had a great 2014. <laughs> like, that <laughs> was so right. <laughs> it was all with the Jay-Z line. Yeah. The Jay-Z line was when was peak Tom Ford. Yeah, that was big Tom Ford, man. I you rock Tom Ford. Remember we went into the Tom Ford out here on vacation? Yeah. And I like wanted to get something. I was like, oh, wait, I can't even get the, a, a tie uh, clip. Yeah, I have some Tom Ford cologne. That's as close as I've come. <laughs> You're talking about a single man was his first movie. Yeah, single Colin man, Firth. Si- a single man is highly regarded. I have not seen it, but people love that movie. He, Tom Ford has directed multiple movies. Two. Good for him. Yeah, man. I'm pulling for that guy. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. really needs it. He'll be all right. <laughs> he, he's gonna figure it out, I think. Becoming a um, fashion designer like blows my mind to like think about the transition of just like blowing up as a fashion designer yeah like how do you make it yeah like wh- at what point do people start accepting that your t-shirt is worth four hundred dollars And what what from the start got you like that like i'm a fashion designer and people love my stuff because of x like what well, that's weird to think about i feel like it's also kind of like art like it is a it is an art form and it's the same way with artists like once you create something that like say like jackson pollock for instance like this just on the surface just splatter paint everywhere but at what point did people start accepting that this is dramatic art? Is it because he had just an idea that he connected with it and people were like, wow, that's a great idea? Or is it just somebody paid for it a lot of money for one one time and then everybody just wanted to be and like that just guy? Just sparks out. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm not sure. Wow. <laughs> I am a fan of um, who's the uh, O'Keefe? <laughs> who's the artist that. Uh, Georgia paid- O'Keefe? I'm, I'm a Georgia O'Keefe uh, fan. She paints flowers that look like vaginas. Yes, <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> That's the bit. That was the bit on that one. What's the uh, tulip one called? Oh, it's like her most famous painting. It's going to bother me. Dude, You're the just, George O'Keefe fan. You should know this. I you know that just made me think I like of... like the B-sides. Do you remember... Did either of you watch uh, the uh, Breaking Bad movie? No, I've not I did watched not. it. Remember when Breaking Bad was really cool? I, I was going to say, isn't it weird that that movie came out and nobody has cared? That just shows like how deluded streaming is right now. Like, if that came out 
three years ago, two years ago, that'd be the everyone would be talking about that movie. Yeah, but dude, there's so much on the market Breaking right Bad, now that we do not talk about. Pre Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad was fucking insane. Yeah, like everybody watched that shit. And um, oh yeah, no, but you saying George O'Keefe just made me think of they remember like I think in season three when uh, I watched Jane die. Mm-hmm. She they were gonna go to a George O'Keefe museum that day, and then she OT'd. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for knowing that. That was one. just a weird memory connection I just had. Um, but dude, that talking about like crazy scenes. I watched Jane die is probably one of the most wild scenes of the uh, yeah of the whole series of the whole, of, him of television him, him doing it and then him telling Jesse like two seasons later. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Heisenberg, you bad. Um, are you crazy? I will say that Succession on the on the topic of TV is the best TV show probably since Breaking Bad. You think so? Yeah, it's the best character driven thing since Mad Men. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to dive in. Love Succession. Flying I've watched colors. I've watched two episodes. Um, for those who don't know, Ian has started nearly every series and only finished three. <laughs> uh, Sons of Anarchy, Mad Men. Did you I, finally I, finish Mad Men? Yeah, I okay. finished Mad Men. Took you seven tries. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. Walking Dead. You know what I think happens at the end of Mad Men? What was that? I think he meditates at that place for like four more days yeah. and then just gets up, suits up, and goes back to he fucking makes, Manhattan. He makes a coke ad. He raises just, his kids. just hangs dong on Madison Avenue. I think he raises his kids. <laughs> yeah, he probably gets better at being a dad. But I still but think they live with Henry, who's a, one of the more underrated characters in that whole show. Wait, which one's Henry? The stepdad. The one that Betty made. Oh, yeah. Henry's awesome. Really, really good guy. Yeah, he's all right. I love you know, that show. You man. know who my favorite character was? Ooh. Lane Prize. <laughs> <laughs> the one who hangs himself. Dude. Yeah, did you watch Chernobyl? Because he hangs himself in the first episode of Chernobyl. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> That's messed I, up. Also, yeah. also, Chernobyl, boo. What? Like, wow, you're the all, first person I heard say all, that. Also, okay, it's fine. I get it. It's crazy, but goddamn, that, that show is so depressing. Sorry, man. It can't all be... It's not Rainbows and butterflies. There's compromise that moves us along, dude. Yes! <laughs> it, it was good. It was good, but it was at the same time. I'm just like, oh, fuck off, Lane it, Price. Just, I love that album. <laughs> Songs for Jane. Great album. Songs about Jane is Songs one of the greatest Jane. albums of our young lives. Yeah. And then, then they really fell off. Tap on my window, knock on my door. Are you guys just talking about make you feel yeah. <laughs> I'm about to be out. If, go ahead, dude. This is a Rune 5 pod. Oh, it's the songs about Jane pod. <laughs> songs about Jane acoustic pod. Oh, dude. You had that acoustic album? Oh, so, so did I. Except for when he plays for highway to, highway to Hell at the end. It's really bad. <laughs> I kind of liked it, Loki. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, Loki. Yeah, I love that album. Big Rune 5 guy again? No. You like well, you like their newer stuff. Uh, You're a moves like Jagger and, and, and Beyond guy. I can't. Explain to you how much I don't like Maroon Five. Not, it's just like they don't even exist to me. Whoa! <laughs> it's hard to avoid them. Whoa! Like, like I just, what do you do, man? You just exist. Fuck Adam <laughs> Levine, dude. Ooh. I said it. Best halftime show of all time, <laughs> arguably. Did Maroon Five do the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> He was shirtless, and he no one shirtless complained about him being shirtless. Dude, he was for being honest. He was kind of chubby during it. He, he was. A, he was <laughs> Shut up. He was, his BMI was higher than usual. Shut up. <laughs> you were jealous. His BMI? No, no, soft body, soft shitty body, in my opinion. Yeah, this guy. He's got a soft body now. I don't believe a word you're saying. <laughs> That's right fine, now. dude. Um, 
I'm trying to think of another show I've started. Walking Dead. No one has finished The Walking yeah, Dead. No one has finished The Dude, Walking Dead. You is it some, still going? Yeah, you want to hear some crazy people still watch that show? It's still going. Yeah. Jacob's like, people. There, some people. I'm like, yeah, I don't know who Not me. That. There's two of them going. How many? There's two There's Walking two series going, yeah. Fear the Walking Dead? And Walking Dead. Oh, is the same as is Rick? Rick's gone. Dead. Oh, really? Oh, he gets on a helicopter. Wasn't that... Away. Who was the one who got hit with the club baseball? Um... Bat? His head fell off or so something. So there's a different because it really can't end, right? Like everybody's a zombie. Like they just gotta keep yeah, living. Yeah, yeah. Um, Daryl's left. <laughs> Jacob does still watch it. He's the people who still watch the show. <laughs> how many? How many seasons is this uh, like? Fucking like ten or eleven, I think. Jesus. Yeah, I watched the first two when that. The first two series are really good. Is that it, what's it, keeping AMC alive? When yeah. Remember when AMC was the greatest thing in television? Oh, yeah. yeah, when they had Breaking Bad and Mad Men. Yeah, they they were on, they were beating HBO. Hell, Hell on Wheels, sneaky good show. Hell on Wheels never got with it. Heard a couple mixed things about it though. Sons of Anarchy never finished yeah, that so, one. So wait, um, what else? Have you, Mindhunter, have you finished Mindhunter? I have thirty minutes left in the last episode of season three. <laughs> I've had thirty minutes left for Amazing. about a week. More evidence that Jacob's still watching The Walking Dead. He said eleven seasons. It's exactly eleven seasons. <laughs> Listen, Dude, man. it's okay if you do. <laughs> I do not. I do not. I did watch it longer than most, though. I think I watched it until season seven or six. Holy shit. Yeah. I used to watch it live every Sunday. When they lost Bernthal, that was it for me. Dude. You know I'm a ride or die Bernthal. He's your favorite actor, right? He is. John Bernthal is your favorite actor. I've never watched a minute of The Walking Dead. Iman Shumpert is my favorite basketball player of all time, <laughs> yeah. and John Bernthal is my favorite actor. Where is Iman? I don't think he's... If anything, he might be on the... He he's was not, not in the league. No, because he was on the Rockets last year, and that was it. He's married to Tiana Taylor. Yeah. That's all that matters. Your love is fading. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it fade. No one I listen Wait, to is he on the Rockets? Made me think of Iman Shepard. I love that song, dude. That was a late entry from Life of Pablo. Like, no one, like, talked about Fade when that uh, album first came out. And it got fire at the end. Well, it's because the album changed all the time. Yeah, like, what would be on it would change, would shift. Yeah. What was the, the song with Frank? Wolf? Yeah, Wolves. Wolves. And then they just took Frank's track and made it its own thing. Like, that song changed like eight different times. It was so much better than the original. It was a living, breathing thing. Shit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Mon Shumper, 20 games. One started with the Rockets last year. Yeah. Not on a team issue. Hey, how about, you know what we're not talking about with the Rockets? We're freaking out about the Westbrook James Harden reunion. What about the Fabo reunion in there, too? Steph Losher, Harden, Westbrook? When uh, he was the starter on that team, man. Random, really random question here. Mm-hmm. When did Westworld season two come out? When did it? Two springs ago. Two right su- after two summers ago. Two summers ago. Yeah. Season one comes out in the winter, I believe. January, I want to say. Season three comes out in January twenty twenty. Winter or spring? Yeah, Aaron Paul. Yeah. Fuck Westworld season two. I've been rewatching it since it came out. Remember how I would get? Should ma- I? I would get mad every Sunday because we watched it live because you were staying with us that summer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. It was the um? Yeah, I'd smoke weed in there and you get mad at me. Uh huh. I say, like, hey, Ian, stop smoking the herb, dude. <laughs> it's Indiana. <laughs> we can't do this here. <laughs> yeah. Never caught. No. Undefeated. <laughs> Undefeated, dude. You have so been caught <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in in the apartment, I think I'm all right. Um. Yeah. No, I'm kind of excited for it. Because I I think I was mad at season two. I, I haven't rewatched it, so I really can't say. But I think I was mad because I was like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was anymore. And but now that it's not that, like... That now that it's so disconnected from season one, it's almost like a start of a whole new show. Yeah. 
Like they're going out in the world. Yeah, it's it's about like the wars in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. You know what I kind of want to rewatch, but I don't want to at What's all. It? Her. I have Why not? I have fallen asleep to her twice and never watched it. What? Yeah. You never watched the whole thing? No. Nope. What? You're a computer. I'm a man. <laughs> the movie was so good. Yeah, I've, it's a really good future. I have watched the her SNL bit with uh, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill way more times than I've watched her. Joaquin's I, amazing. I don't know movie. if I know that one. It's a really funny bit. There's no greater voice in voice acting than Scarlett Johansson in her. Dude, I kind of want to go see Ad Astra. Dude, I want to see Ad Astra. I'm on a big pit flick right yeah. now, dude. That happens, man. You get on this pit flick. You know my favorite Brad Pitt role? Snatch. Seven years in Tibet. <laughs> <laughs> I like him as Tristan. <laughs> still hungover, still drunk. <laughs> it's a little Legends of the Fall quote for you. Fuck the government. <laughs> oh, the government. <laughs> it's another Legends of the Fall quote for you. Yeah, I love that movie. One of my one of my parents' favorite Dude, movies. Dude, yeah, Tristan just straight up was like, I'm gonna leave my kids here and I'm gonna ride off into the Wyoming wilderness. And, and fight a bear. And then fight a bear forty years later. Oof. Yeah, they just straight up ended that movie by killing a bunch of government officials and then burying them. Pretty cool. <laughs> Meet yeah. Joe Black. Uh yeah, and the Jesse James one. Oh, the assassination of Jesse it. James I by the coward Robert Ford. I haven't seen longest title ever. <laughs> I've saw, seen it once. That's Brad Pitt that True Romance as a roommate. Yeah, basically me in real life. Yeah, I would say basically, <laughs> basically like he yeah he goes studied you for that role. Like absolutely, James Gandolfini in True Romance. Basically me in real life. What a cast! Val Kilmer, no, Christian Slater, you're Patricia Arquette. You're Christopher Walken and Val Kilmer, Gary Oldman. You're, I'm Val Kilmer, dude. True Samuel Romance. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Good God. True Romance Gary is Oldman. actually a really amazing movie. Yeah. Who's his? Who, it's a love story if everyone was psychopaths. Who plays his dad in True Romance? I don't know. What's the dad's name? Oof. Is it Dennis Hopper? Uh, yeah, it is. It is. You're right. You know, it is Dennis Hopper. Dude, the the. Scene with Christopher Walken and they're talking about Sicilians. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, that's probably it. Top three Tarantino movie for me. Great Tarantino movie. Um, I mean, Bastards is one for me. I think Bastards is one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It is killing Nazis. It, dude, it's one of the best movies of all time in my opinion. The fa- the, the the pacing of it. The, I mean, I don't want to do a Bastards podcast, but that, I, I yeah. think it's... You know my favorite part about Inglorious Bastards is the historical accuracy. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what happened to Hitler, right? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. It's like a bear, It's like a Bernstein's Bears thing. You, you, you remember that happening, but it actually didn't. The Mandela effect? It's a Mandela effect thing. Um, no, I, I think Bastards is amazing. Uh, how about the Tarantino... This is kind of an old story, but the Tarantino Star Trek rumor... Oh yeah, is I'm that so not, in on that. Is that not happening? I don't. I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but I'm super in on that. The idea for a movie. Yeah, like he would, he wants to direct Star Trek. As the tenth movie. Yeah, yeah, that'd be quite a play. It's interesting when like good directors get their hand on like a uh, IP that's around. Like like wait they, on his IMDb there says Kill Bill Volume Three announced. Is that a, <sighs> is that a real thing? That's I, those movies are kind of exhausting. I don't remember hearing about it. Dude, this. I hope Maya Hawk is in it. That would, that would make my day. <laughs> You're a big Maya Hawk fan? Oh, dude, I'm actually Maya Hawk's number one fan. Huh. 
Do you know who you know about Maya Hawk, right? Yeah, she's in Stranger Things. She's in Once Upon a Time in America. Hollywood. Yeah, you know who her parents are? Yes, yeah, Ethan Hawk. Yeah, and her mom. No, who's her mom? Uma Thurman. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that was her mom. Yeah. Her life must have sucked. Yeah, real, up. real tough, <laughs> tough one there. Yeah, that's why I'm hoping she's in it. Okay. Do you also hoping she's in the next before midnight? Oh yeah. You hope she's in the next well, training, it, day? training day. Training day two. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, what would Trinity Day 2 look like? It's I'm... Ethan Hawke's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. You're not in? And Oh, and Wait. You, you get Denzel's kid as the villain. Are you, are you looking? John David? Yeah. Yeah. Just basically like Creed? <laughs> <laughs> you, you... On Tarantino's IMDb, it has Untitled Star Trek Project announced, Kill Bill Falling 3 announced, Django slash Zorro announced. What is that? What is that? A crossover? <laughs> Several years after the events of Django Unchained, Django meets Don Diego de la Vega, the famed Zorro, and agrees to become his bodyguard on a mission to the free the local indigenous population from slavery. What? I'm in now. I wasn't before. I'm so in now. I'm out. I am miles <laughs> miles away from that. What is that? <laughs> is, uh, is this just, like a just Tarantino so Robert Rodriguez collab? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, I mean, that's a thing. It's Grand House. It says next to it character slash comic. Oh, maybe it's a maybe it's a sketch thing? or something. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm good on that. I'd rather he put his energy elsewhere. Yeah. Like Star Trek. Like what's, Star Trek. What's uh, Christopher Nolan up to these days? He's got oh, a movie coming yeah, out with Denzel Washington's kid yeah, that see, no one knows what it's about. Did we see the tra- we saw the trailer of Joker? Yes. Yeah. Looks like next the- summer, I think. Let's see, what's it called? Tenant? Yes. Yes. It's currently filming. Robert Pattinson's in it? Ooh. Dude, Robert Pattinson's making a comeback. Yeah. You're here first. Yeah. I'm, I'm Batman? All yeah, you're right, man. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> it wasn't when he was announced as Batman. <laughs> no, dude. It was right now. <laughs> the project is described as an action epic revolving around international espionage, time travel, and evolution. We got we got Michael Caine. <laughs> of Mon- course. Oh, yeah. If you want to is talk it, like Michael Caine. Cecilian Murphy? Kenneth Branagh. No Killian Murphy. Cecilian Murphy, but whatever. Is it Cecilian? <laughs> no. I think you're no, both no, wrong. No, it's Killian. <laughs> it's I Killian. promise you. Yeah. Hey, what was I called? Tyrion Prince? Um, <laughs> Tayshaun Prince? John David Washington. <laughs> I was like... Elizabeth Debicki, Clements Posey, she's in Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> Kenneth Branagh, he was in Dunkirk, and he's a director. And he's also in Harry Potter. Aaron Taylor Johnson, she's he's married to like a woman twice his age. Is he really? He's in good Dunkirk for Rams. him, dude. Hmm. I tell you one thing interesting. Uh, let's do. Uh, Who's Elizabeth Debicki? I got one one thing. About, she looks familiar. You know what? Actually, no. Uh, never mind. Oh, I'm gonna scratch that story. But, what? Uh, Go yeah. ahead. It was inappropriate. <laughs> 2020 is going to um, be... Before we close out, you guys want to take a look and see what's uh, what's trending? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Josh Gordon's trending. Uh, Odie went over it. Seahawks claims him off waivers. I feel like the Patriots waved him twice, don't you? Yes. Um, hashtag Terminator Dark Fate. You guys going? Uh, I have not seen a single Terminator movie. You haven't even seen, like, T2? I don't think so. Wow. Actually... No, the only I'm even worse. The only Terminator I've ever seen was the one with Christian Bale. Oh my gosh! Oh wow, that's a real random one, right? What the fucking light? Directed. <laughs> that one's like right in the middle. Directed by Mick G. 
Who? You don't know McGee? No. You've never heard you ever seen like the credits? You're like, wow, that guy must be the biggest tool in Hollywood. Mick G. Just goes by Mick G. Um Terminators or one and two are good. This one will be bad. I don't know why they try anymore. Ant Man three. McGee directed no. We Are Marshall. No, producer for We Are Marshall <laughs> directed Charlie's Angels. Oh, well, he's got a great resume. Yeah. You hate Ant Man. Yeah. You really hate Ant Man. Yeah. Have you seen the thing on the internet about why couldn't Ant Man just crawl up Thanos' yeah, anus yeah. and expand? I think they call it the I think it's called the Thanos theory. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck Ant Man, dude. Are you a Paul Rudd fan? He's a six Paul out Rudd. of ten. Hey. Wow. What like you he say you say you friend. like Paul Rudd, but what do you like him in? Forty year old virgin. Role models. Role models. Okay. <laughs> when was I, the last time you watched I, Role I Models? I love you, man. I love you, man. It's not good. I, I love you, man. Is one of my most rewatchable comedies. I love, I love you, man. Do you like the Avatars? Are you watching like This Is Forty? Oh yeah, This Is Forty's good. <laughs> um, he's really good at Knocked Up. Underrated and Knocked Up. Yeah. All right. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, he's oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think Forgetting yeah, Sarah, Sarah Marshall is overrated. Surf instructor. I like I Love You Man more than Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I love I Love You Man. Better Jason Segel movie. Yeah, it is a better Segel. <laughs> it is a superior <laughs> what's, what's Segel been up to these days? I, have, oh, I think he said he's not doing any funny stuff anymore. <laughs> you know, no. like, he's, the opposite of Seth Rogen. Very, he's going full Jonah Hill. Very underrated Paul Rudd movie, Our Idiot Brother. Very good. Oh, when he's making candles? Yes. <laughs> don't don't know it. that I've seen it. Love it. Very bad um Paul Rudd movie, the one with him and Paul Giamatti when they sell Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. I, I remember seeing the previews for that. Bad. That was when we were really indie in high school, and I was like, dude, you're, and then like Captain Avalanche, we're like, oh, I can't wait to see Captain Avalanche. Oh, yeah. When Paul Rudd and Emilia Hirsch are like uh, yeah, a Yeah, you were wearing crew. a lot of cardigans. Yeah, I was wearing a lot of cardigans. <laughs> yeah. We were big into Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah. Inside Lewin Davis. We were big on indie movies. Like, we were like trying yeah. to get into the indie movie scene. We would drive to the... Movie theater an hour away because it was the only one that had indie movies. Yeah, to see like Birdman, Whiplash, and Hair. That's when Fies. I really started smoking cigarettes really <laughs> time, like, consistently. You started drinking a lot of coffee and smoking yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, we would drive really far to, far to see those like yeah, Inherent Vice. I remember I drove. Can you guys guess what had. Jason Segel's last comedy was? Um, what really just like give me a did him in twenty fourteen? Muppets movie. No, worse. Fuck. I don't know. Cameron Diaz was in it. Oh, sex oh. tape. Yep. That was the last one. Oh, he was like, you dude. know what? Screw this. I'm done with comedies. I thought this was supposed to be fun. Dude, he's probably got some How I Met Your Mother money. Oh, I bet he's making a oh, good for sure. chunk of Still, change for It's episode. probably his yeah. biggest source of income. Residuals. Dude, I feel like if Hate you're that an actor who's not getting great roles, just fucking cashing in. Like, just go to TV? No, just like, yeah. just Jason Segel could never act again and probably be fine. Yeah, like, like why is he still well, acting? If you if you could make money off those residuals, why wouldn't you just go do literally anything? Because like you can have that's a, what he's doing. But you can you have can't a, name the last three movies Chase and Siegel was think, in. And that's a good point. To like, you can have you can be an actor. You can have, but I I, I Charles Barkley has said this on air. Like he's like, listen, I have the best job in the world. You had Charles Barkley on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chuck was on. Chuck's there. And he Man, said, I'll tell you what. <laughs> he was like, all those actors they're knuckleheads. <laughs> he was like, I have an easy job. Best job in the world. I still don't want to go to work. He's like, he's like, no one ever wants to go to work. He's like, I would. He's like, I don't mind coming to work, but there's other things I'd rather do. And it do. shows too. Do you see <laughs> when they play that game of like who he play for? Oh, and yeah, they who, show him NBA play players, and he has no idea what team they're on uh, while just, he's on TV talking, getting paid to talk about the NBA. He's just like, listen, I have an easy job. I love it, but I would still rather go golf. He's like, you can love your job, but you probably still don't want to work. Like that's an yeah. interesting like. 
Jason Siegel probably just doesn't want to work. That's that's fair. Yeah. But he is working. I'm just saying he's doing the indie movies that you guys don't know about. It sounds like he's doing charity. His last four movies were The End of the Tour, where he played oh, David Foster yeah. Wallace. Oh, I've actually seen yeah. that movie. It's pretty good. Then yeah, The Discovery, <laughs> Come Sunday, <laughs> and The Friend. I, I have never heard of those three. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, The End of the Tour is actually pretty good. Yeah, I yeah. bet you love shit <laughs> have you ever read any of david foster wallace's books uh i have i say no way you have like no like absolutely you have ian like, like I, sean knew that just by looking at he, like he came in he was like yeah this guy I, I would actually would peg him as a huge he lives in a camper van yeah, yeah. that's like yeah, classic I'm, like yeah. david foster wallace yeah i'm i'm reading david foster wallace <laughs> yes you are infinite 90, jest 90 bulls no i show. have a right now i have a it's like 10 incredible things or it's like some adjective uh, that I would never do again. And it's just him talking about like just random things that most people enjoy. And it's just him shitting on them. Huh? Uh, yeah. Sounds like a good read, dude. Yeah. What was that book you just got? Factually. Yeah. Factually. Yeah. What was that about? Oh, it's about like how like the, the world trends that are presented to us are not as bad as they sound. Like when it comes to like poverty, disease and stuff like that. It's very interesting. You done with it yet? I'm not. I'm like 70, 80 pages. And are you going to take it and not read it? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I'm in the same thing with your book. I'm like 100 pages in. I haven't finished it. Um, Still reading that Ken Kesey book. One more um, trending real quick. Hashtag daylight saving time. Is that when is it? Sunday. Ooh. Yeah. Now, how does this affect me who works overnight? You're already oh, screwed, you're dude. Fucked, dude. What does this do, man? Do I have to work an yeah, extra hour? Yeah, you have to work an night? extra hour for sure. Holy shit. That's terrible. Oh my god. Wait, wait, no, yeah. no, no. It's Saturday it ha- to Sunday. It happens at 2. Oh. No, no, it happens at 2 a.m. But Sunday morning. So it's going to screw oh. up like watching the London game. You're going to be so confused. But you'll be a, you're lucked I out. Won't be, I don't work Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you'll be fine. But if you did, you would have to you work have to an work extra an hour. hour. That's awful. Wow. Do you get paid for that? Yeah, because it's still an hour. It's still like time, but oh. at the end of the day, man. <laughs> but is it time? <laughs> what is time? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Woo! Realize, 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 dude. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, dude. Jet fuel does not melt steel beams. <laughs> Should I do these subtle like um? podcast host who's ready to wrap it up and like is you in the queue so uh yeah man thanks for coming in man like <laughs> like like the guest is mid-thought yeah wrap goes, it up dude. and he goes oh you know what i think yeah someone someone's literally someone's got to use the studio I'm now guys reading, yeah we're getting kicked out of the <laughs> studio. studio i'm reading um, mon schumbert's wikipedia page right now that's all i'm doing well i think we're going to sign off um cool. the rooster has returned and then died and blossomed into ian <laughs> it's a phoenix now he's As now a freshman a for georgia tech in 2008 2009 <laughs> the phoenix has returned um this is kind of how Friday. how long before you get to tiana taylor uh is that in the the personal life section yeah i got about five paragraphs this is this is how fridays are gonna go we're gonna have some weird fridays we're usually gonna have some guests on fridays um yeah thanks for listening guys it's 15th men sean what do you guys sign us off in the weekend with you're gonna put me on the spot again yeah i'm gonna let you down again I got nothing. I'll just call your dad. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Rooster? In 2015, Shumper's wife, Tiana Taylor, gave birth to their daughter. After Taylor went into an early labor at the couple's home, Shumper delivered the baby with his bare hands. What? <laughs> Thanks for listening.